everybody. Welcome to another episode of Champs and Gossip. I'm Carlin, here with Stephanie. Hello, everybody. And today we have a guest with us. Her name is Rachel. Say hi, Rachel. Hey, everyone. So, Rachel, this I completely forgot about this, but we actually have had your husband on our podcast. And I don't oh, remember. Right. Yeah, I don't. It was one of, I feel like it was one of our early episodes maybe it was like oh when you God. first started right yes it yeah a while ago years I feel like yeah it was- wow I totally forgot about that yes revisit that episode after this <laughs> I know now I want to go back and listen to it right it's so funny oh um, my God. we are so excited to have you and um we're just gonna chit chat a little bit find out a little bit more about you and what you like and um yeah so what is everybody drinking today? Who wants to go first? Mine's boring, so I'll go first. Uh, <laughs> okay. I'm drinking a Babe Rosé. Ooh, I haven't had one of those in a while. I feel like in the beginning of quarantine, I was drinking those a lot. Um, same, and then I thought I was out of them. But then today, I opened a box from unpacking, and I found a whole new stash <laughs> in a box like a like a paper like a brown box like a packing box yeah like a moving box a moving box full of booze (laughs) it was full of white claw babe rosés babe pinot grigio which i don't really like but who knows i might get desperate and then (laughs) um oh some like canned seltzer some um some LaCroix. So clearly when I was moving, I packed this box. Yes. And I forgot. I didn't unpack it. I threw it in a closet. <laughs> and I was looking for something else, like frantically earlier. And I ripped this box open and I was like, there it is. <laughs> That's great. I love it. Well, babe is my favorite. One, well, that one is my favorite, the rosé. The, I don't like the Pinot Grigio or the the, um, the red. The no, neither do I. But I'm not. I'm not going to get rid of the Pinot Grigio. I might like throw it in a like a frozen blended drink. Ooh, or like that's a, a good idea. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. So, yeah, we'll see. Uh, Rachel, what are you drinking? I am drinking something called Day Drinking by Little Big Town. It's a watermelon rosé. Pretty popular right now, I think. But it's like a good summer rosé. I like it. Like a good rosé. I have yeah. I've had that one. There's another flavor too, I think. Um, but it's good. I've it's I found it at Publix too when I first uh, bought it. I think I found this at Whole Foods and I just bought several cans because I was like, I don't have to commit to opening a whole bottle of wine. Um, yeah. but yeah, just easy to drink. <laughs> That's been our favorite like discovery of quarantine is canned beverage canned alcohol like wines and stuff. Yes, we are the like the same. Like normally, if we're recording, I feel like I say this every week. But yeah. normally, when we're recording, like we're recording together and we're like sharing a bottle of something. But like because we're separate, we're like, um, we're not going to down a whole bottle like on a Tuesday. So again, yeah. it's been great. <laughs> so, today, what are you drinking today? I made, I um, decided to pull a Stephanie and make a cocktail. <laughs> Because Stephanie's been, like, killing it with, like, the cocktails, like, legit. Like, she'll be like, and I pulled this together with this. And then I like, blended it up. And I have, I added some coconut. And so, I'm like, what? Very fancy. You need, like, a little, like, Instagram how-to video of how to make Stephanie's cocktails. Exactly. I should get back on TikTok, but I oh. can't. <laughs> no, don't do that. 
So the drink I'm drinking, I actually found it in this book that I have that's called Let's Get Physical. I feel like, did you buy this? Oh, I love that. Did you buy this for me? Somebody bought it for me. No, but I love the book. Every time you pull it out, I write it down. Yeah. So I am drinking Twinkle, which is champagne, elderflower liqueur, and vodka. Yeah. So basically... Basically, this book is like 50 cocktails that have like champagne, Prosecco, or sparkling wine. And I love it. I feel like I said in the beginning, oh, I want to try one like every time. You said you were going to do one every week. Yeah. Well, (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what week we're in, but this is the (laughs) I don't think it matters. You can still do it. It doesn't matter. Who cares? You made one today. We all got out of bed. We all went to work. We made it. Um, Okay, so cheers. 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 Okay. Oh, that's actually good. It's a little sweet. But uh, I always forget what elderflower tastes like, but I think I like it. Yeah, I I don't know if I know, but... (laughs) I feel like it's in a lot of cocktails, right? I feel like every time I go out, it's like like elderflower. I think super trendy at all the craft cocktail bars in town. At least it was. Pre-March. Yeah. Um, okay. Steph, do you want to uh, yes. lead us into our top five? Okay. So this week, I want to know what five objects or products or things that you have been using or bought or whatever during quarantine that's been like your favorite things, basically your favorite things list. So. Okay. I would have prefaced this by saying I bought a lot of stuff in quarantine. Like, oh, that's okay. Incredible. Yeah. Like you're like, you. and I worked from home before, but it's like all of a sudden, like now I need curtains or now I need like this random thing. Like now I need more toothpaste. It's just money out the window all the time. So. Oh yeah. Okay. You go first then. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay. I'll start. Um, So my number one was the Schwinn IC4 bike, which is comparable to the Peloton. Oh, yes. I meant um, to tell you. So when you told me this, Rachel, on Friday, I meant to text Stephanie to tell her because that because she's thinking about you like it. So we really like it. Um, we've had some like customer service problems, but it's all been great and taken care of. And the bike yeah. worked really well. I sync it with my the Peloton app on my iPad. Um, but you could also run it through like the Peloton app if you have a smart TV or something like that. But it works really well. Like it's, I paid seventy seven ninety nine for it. It's a hundred dollars more now, so it's eight ninety nine. But yeah, and you're not locked into the forty dollar a month Peloton fee. You can just pay the twelve ninety nine for the subscription mm-hmm. um, for the just the Peloton app. But it's really great. And um, I was never going to the gym before, anyways. I mean, we used to go to the gym all the time before we got married because we only had one kid and we both worked from home, so it was great. Um, but we just haven't done that lately. And I was like, COVID aside, like when the hell am I ever going to have time to get in the gym and like work out? So it was like an obvious purchase for both of us at the same time, because you can, I love that you can work out whenever you want. Um, And I also just love a, that it's more affordable and several of my friends have bought Peloton. So, but I'm still able to do like the live classes with them. And I love that aspect of just some like camaraderie and like friendship, even though you can't be at the gym together because staying motivated is hard. I'm like, man, I don't want to do this class. Like, but if I have my friend in my ear, like, Hey, I'm signing on. Like it's, it's just a way better I don't know. It's a lot easier. That's great. Because I'm looking for a Peloton alternative because I don't want the commitment of the Peloton. It's a lot. 
It's a lot. I it's think. a lot. It's a lot. And like, for like I, two to three years, right? You're on the hook for a while. You're yeah. on the hook for a while. And like, I love going to in-person cycle, but right now I'm a little like I was going and then I pulled it back. And so I'm like nervous to go back again and I kind of want to wait it out. But once it's like things are better, I want to go back to going in person. So I'm looking for like a cheaper alternative than the Peloton, even though I also am looking at a Peloton. I know. They're beautiful. I really like the same way. I know. Yeah. If I legit, I'm like, hey, Matt, we could buy a bike for like $7.99. He'll be like, yeah, you need to get that and not a Peloton. Right. (laughs) Yeah. When we moved, Mike was like, you're going to turn one of these rooms into like a, a, a Peloton room. And I said, no, I'm not getting a Peloton. And he was like, bullshit. Let's <laughs> wait and see what happens. And so now it's also like where I feel like I, if I get a different bike, then like I'm still right. Like I didn't get a Peloton. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's a lot of bikes actually that are out there and they there say are. Peloton. I really like the Schwinn. The customer service experience has been yeah. great since we had our original problem. So, like, I like that um, yeah. aspect of it because, you know, if you buy it and something goes wrong, like, it's yeah. nice to know yeah. that something will help you fix it. So, okay, keep going with your list. Sorry. Um, <laughs> yeah, that was probably my most expensive quarantine purchase so far, yeah. but um, a necessary one. My next one um, are these, I got them on Amazon. They are stainless steel popsicle molds. Ooh. I have two kids that eat a lot of smoothies. So um, we usually end up pouring any leftover smoothie into the popsicle molds. And it's an easy thing to just like whip out later and kind of shove in their face when they're bothering me from trying to work. Um, and I can feel better about it because it's, you know, I know what's in the ingredients. It's not like a sugary popsicle. So I don't even care if they have two because I'm like, yeah, you work, take this popsicle. But um, <laughs> they're also, they're just, they're stainless steel. So they're really easy to use. Um, they would be good for like boozy popsicles and uh, kind of a boring, but very useful. No, not boring. None of this is boring. <laughs> no, it's great. <laughs> Less exciting than a bike maybe, but um, still a quality, quality purchase. Really like the stainless steel. Um, next, I had a Nintendo Switch. Ooh. That is definitely something that my family has gotten into, um, Animal Crossing more specifically. I grew up playing Nintendo 64, like all of those um, GoldenEye and Mario Kart and Super Mario Brothers. I did all that stuff as a kid. So we definitely have gotten a lot of use out of the Switch in the house. Those were really hard to get at the beginning of quarantine. I don't know if they still are, but I I know I looked at getting one like beginning of April and everywhere was sold out. It was definitely like an item that was hot at the beginning of quarantine and people bought it up. We only bought it like a month and a half ago, maybe. And it was, it's not even a new one. It's refurbished from the Nintendo store, but I was like, I have to have this. I'm so bored. My kids are so bored. Like, and it's just a fun thing that we can all kind of do together. And we're building this island and, you know, kids, right? (laughs) Kids. Um, My fourth one I bought, I don't know if you've ever been targeted on Instagram for this brand, Andy Swim. No. Okay. A-N-D-I-E. Anyways, I'm kind of suspicious of Instagram ads, but like, I hate bathing suit shopping. I don't like going in person. I don't like ordering online. Like, I just don't like bathing suit shopping, but I ordered this in my size. It came, it fit perfectly. I've never been so satisfied with a swimsuit before. It's got like support in all the right areas. It makes my boobs look great. Like I, I've never been so happy with a swimsuit. So hundred percent recommend buying that. Good to know. Yeah. And you can return things for free, just like Amazon and you instantly get your refund. So there's really no... You know, I'm loving this. Yours are, (laughs) 
You're looking good. I bought a lot of stuff, guys. Okay, my final oh, one. No, it's so um, good, though. Okay, good. <laughs> um, I bought a two-pack of CBD bath bombs at a recent trip to Whole Foods. Um, I like them because they're made in the USA. They're ethically sourced, cruelty-free, no parabens, SLS, sulfates, any of that yucky stuff. Um, and also, I just love taking a warm bath at the end of the day. As I'm sure you guys know, like it's just really stressful some days, even when you don't do anything or ever leave your house or you only talk to one person. It's like such like a long, monotonous day. And um, I felt like jello after I got out of the bathtub when I used that. So it was uh, very effective at making me feel relaxed. You need to get some of those. Like I have bath bombs, but I don't have the CBD ones. I love the CBD ones. There's so many. I just randomly like grabbed these. They were like on the end of an aisle as I was about to check out. And it's like, I need this. Put it in my cart. So Yeah. And I got, um, the last time I was at Whole Foods, I got the CBD bath salts. Too. They're very similar. And I love those as well. I'm a big, I'm a big CBD fan. Yeah. Yes. Same here. Yeah. I definitely believe in all that's of this magical. In my life. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, and that's my top five. What do you guys have? That was great. Carlin, you go. You go. Oh. Mine are like real bad. Okay. No, there are no bad purchases. No, I know. But the thing is, is that I feel like I haven't really purchased a lot of stuff. So I don't know. Okay. So my first one is, I guess it was a small purchase, but I bought the Beachbody app so I could do my workouts because I was in the beginning, um, my gym was closed. So like most people couldn't go to the gym. So um, I mean, it's a small purchase, but I still, to this day, I'm still using it, which I think is a great, I used to like, I have all of the, like, not all, I have like three DVDs from Beachbody. And so that was kind of like the natural thing. I was like, oh, I'll just do one of their workouts. So is that where you work with a trainer directly? So you can, they have like coaches, but like, I don't. Really I feel like I've seen that before. I used to have a friend who was like a beach body coach. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like there's some that if they sign up to be a coach, then they can like, they basically have like a group of people that they like motivate and send emails to and like help them with whatever program they're doing. But like, there's so many, especially now there's so many programs on beach body that you can do. So literally, cause like the most, I mean, the ones that people know is like insanity and like the, um, uh, shoot, I can't remember the one girls um, that everyone loves, but yeah, there's so many. So um, I've been doing this morning meltdown 100, and actually tomorrow is my 100th workout. Woo-hoo. I feel yeah. like you're feeling the exercise game. Every time I look at your Instagram story, you're working out. I'm it's trying. amazing. I, I'm trying. I mean, I probably should have done better in my like eating department, and I probably would have like lost like 30 pounds while I was in quarantine, but... You know, oh well. Um, yeah, no, we've been eating Oreos and all kinds of horrible garbage for you. Like, just comfort food some days, you know? It's all about balance. Yeah, that's, I like that. It's all about balance. Like, um, it's for real. So seriously. So, okay. And then another thing is, um, I've been buying a lot of face masks. And so, um, I never really used to, me and Stephanie have already have talked about this, but I've been... S- really bad at like my skincare routine and so I'm trying to get better at like doing a face mask like once a week if that's it or you know other things to like treat my skin so um face mask and then (laughs) this one is funny I've one of my biggest purchases I feel like is buying just like 
plain t-shirts to make a bunch of shirts with my Cricut. <laughs> I will say that I went from like never using my Cricut. Wait, to- what's a Cricut? Sorry. Oh, <gasps> oh yeah. Oh, it's make you shirt. Yes. Okay, I thought Mickey had one. Where do you get them? Yes. So we make, so it's- We make them. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> so it's essentially like a, um, like a paper cutting machine, but you can use it to make like iron on like decals. You can, it can like anything. You can make cups, glasses, like any and everything you think of, you can make on it. Um, and so both, it's cool. a, both me and uh, Stephanie got crickets for Christmas last year, two years, last year? Two years ago. Two years ago. And then the year after, the year before that, didn't we both get an iPad? Um, yeah. Computer too. <laughs> Somehow we always get the same. We like to get the same gifts. Okay, well, maybe you'll get Pelotons this year for Christmas, so. <laughs> yeah, I asked for one last year, and I didn't get it. <laughs> it's 2020. This year's your year. <laughs> yeah, you're like, come on. <laughs> this year was such a dumpster fire. I need yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, that'd be a good end to it. Okay, there's something else I want for Christmas, but no one can really give it to me unless all of America does, so. <laughs> Amen to that. Right, I know. Um, so, yeah, I've just been making a lot of, like, things. Um, with my so I've purchased a lot of like blank t-shirts and things um is that what is that three um (laughs) my fourth one I would say is probably um alcohol unlike Stephanie Stephanie has limited her alcohol consumption I feel like uh my alcohol consumption has increased (laughs) and not like it's more so like sometimes when I'm cooking I'll like have a glass of wine or like if I'm if we're like watching TV or a movie, I'll like have a glass of wine or like a, a um, what's it called, white claw. Um, so it's not like I'm drinking like hardcore liquor like every day and like pounding five of them. But my wine, I will say, my wine consumption or like purchasing has gone up. Um, and then I couldn't. So this is bad. I couldn't think of a fifth one because I legit like. I'm telling you, I haven't really purchased a lot, which is probably good. I was going to say, wait, yeah, this is... That is actually great because, like, I... A lot of people are, like, saving money during quarantine, and I am not because, literally, I have packages arriving almost daily. Oh, my God, me too. I will say I feel like I'm spent blessed. Uh, uh, Besides, like, so we're, like, cooking more. But then also, like, on the weekends, we'll, like, order out. And, like, yeah. I think in the, in the beginning of quarantine, I, like, I cooked a little bit. But then I also, like, if I didn't feel like cooking, then we'd order out. But, like, now we've kind of gotten to a routine where, like, we're only eating, like, we're only eating out um, or ordering on the weekends. And, like, maybe Friday, Saturday, maybe just Friday. So maybe, so then I'll say I, we've, I've spent money on that. My list was, I told you, my list is not that great. No, it's still a great oh, list. Yeah, Mine great. is not that exciting either. So well, I find that so hard to believe. <laughs> I buy a lot of random like, things that like I am obsessed with for like a week. And then like I move on because another package <laughs> arrives. And so it's like a lot of little like things. <laughs> or just like products I've been wanting to try. Like I've ordered a lot of different beauty products. Yeah. And like I don't have I don't have any beauty products on my list for once. Oh, so. that is shocking. Yeah. 
Um, the first thing is AirPods, which I know are like so like old, like not old, but like I should have had them before, but I didn't. And so I bought them like first week of April and they've changed my life. <laughs> so I mean, <laughs> on my walks, like I, I couldn't imagine I, I, I needed them really badly. Um, oh, you got to get them. Yeah. I, love I gave that. mine to my husband because he lost his first pair and now he's also lost mine. So what? <laughs> they're somewhere in our house. Oh, <laughs> so I used like a cheap little pair of like $16 headphones. Anyway. Oh no. Oh man. Um, <laughs> the next one I got is also, it's going to be really weird kind of, but so I bought in bulk from Amazon, um, like a 64 pack of the candy called smart sweets. I don't know if you guys know, well, I know Carla knows that candy, but I don't think I know it. It's from, it's like, they sell it at Whole Foods. They sell it at Target now, but it's like plant-based and it only has three grams of sugar per bag. And each bag has like less than a hundred calories and they're like gummy bears or like peach rings. But like, I have a big sugar, like I, well, I used to have a really big sugar addiction. And so I bought the bulk pack because it's a lot cheaper that way. Anyway, it's been amazing because you can like eat them and not feel like, bad about it and they're they're awesome and they're pretty good and they have a ton of fiber like I think a hundred percent of your daily requirement of fiber is in them which like fiber is really important I've learned over quarantine you've learned yeah (laughs) I've been reading a lot um okay next is also kind of lame but my I re-upped my audible subscription because I had let it go And I haven't been like reading as many physical books, but I've been listening to a lot of books on my walks and like just during the day when I walk the dogs or like in the bath and um, it's been great. So I have been reading more because of it, which is really good. I also have a ton of physical books I've bought during quarantine, but I have not read a lot of them. Uh, Okay, next is my air fryer. Ooh, Yes. (laughs) love it I love it I use it like three probably three times a week I air fry everything I air fry I make chicken wings I air fry cauliflower gnocchi from Trader Joe's I air fry like all kinds of random things anything that you can have I stick in the air fryer and see what happens to it it's I love it um and then my last is one of my dumb like cheap purchases that I recently purchased. Oh my God, yes. It costs $33 on Amazon. It comes in a lovely black case. It is a karaoke mic that hooks up to your Bluetooth on your phone. And it's amazing. Do you love it? I almost bought Reese one of those for Christmas. I love it. Yeah? It, it had really good I say I love it, it's like... I sing in it every night to my husband <laughs> or when he's not here, I sing to the dogs. Sometimes I just talk in it. <laughs> you feel important, right? And that, yeah, but it also like, it's just so fun. <laughs> it's really fun. So we'll put on music on like, um, on, on Alexa and then we'll uh, just start singing. And now even he likes, uses it. So shout out to the bitch Bible, Jackie Schimmel, because... She posted it. I bought it. Everything she posts, I buy. Everybody's been buying that, though. Yeah, it's so much fun. It's literally, and it's actually, like, for $30, it's pretty quality. Like, you should get Reese one. I think she would really enjoy it. It's definitely on my, I looked at that last Christmas, so maybe this year I will. 
She would it's love really that. good. And it hooks up to your phone. And so then the music goes through the little microphone. It doesn't get crazy loud. I mean, it gets loud enough. Oh, that's perfect. So I just like pull the song up. If I'm not using my TV, I pull it up on my phone. And then, you know, we're, how on Apple Music, you can click the part where you can see the lyrics. Oh, and it's like, yeah. it's built in karaoke. Oh, that's it's, perfect. Yeah, it's great. It's good times. That's amazing. It's good stress that. relief too, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But also it's really lame that I do it by myself. <laughs> Oh, wait. Awesome. By yourself. That was our top five. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Some pretty solid product recommendations, I would say. Yeah, I think oh. so, too. I think they were great. Yours were right. really good, though. Like, I'm going to Google that bike as soon as we finish this. Yes. And that, and that um, swim, lair, swim company. Somebody's yeah. going to have that bike ordered by the time <laughs> tomorrow. <laughs> I did have to wait two months for it. I will say that, but no, really? yeah, it was, um, it was a while. It seems like everybody's buying exercise bikes, kind of like oh. how everybody was buying switches. Like yes. everybody's buying all the same stuff. It's like toilet paper. You can't find yeah. it. I think you know what else I can't find? Eight pound weights. Yes. Okay. I don't know about now, but I know when quarantine, I still can't. when, oh, you still can't? No. I know when quarantine first hit, like all of the weights, literally, like you couldn't buy a single pound <laughs> like, yeah everyone was on it so like I, I should have just bought when it said there'd be a 45 day delay because that was like 100 days ago but I didn't because <laughs> I was like that's crap I'm not waiting 45 days for these I need them now right and yeah. I, I literally look for them every week Ugh. that's so annoying not and I can't I don't want to buy a full set because literally I just need the eight pound ones so not even um, like that academy place. Oh yeah, where I look, they're out of eights. Dang, I have everybody yeah. with eight pounds. Because everyone started with the fives at the beginning of quarantine. They work their <laughs> way up to eights. <laughs> now they're trying to pick it up. They're like, we gotta do it. Oh my god, I love it. All okay. right, <laughs> moving along. Um, Stephanie, do you want to do our guest questions or do you want to do want me to do it? Um, we can rotate around. We can, oh, we can alternate and kick it off. Oh, sure. Okay. So, Rachel. <laughs> yes. Whenever we have a guest who has never been on our show, we have five questions that we ask. Um, so, the first question is, what is your favorite champagne? or favorite beverage so like if you don't so like some people don't like champagne so then they tell us what their favorite drink is but if you like champagne you can tell us so okay i'm am i allowed to say that on here are you sure i'm not a huge champagne person yes we are. Okay, you can say that yeah no people say it to us all the time yeah, yeah okay that makes me feel better i like yeah. it like as a toast but like if i'm just going to have a drink it's yeah. not my drink of choice. I'm not a big mimosa person either because it's just so, I don't love sweet, sugary yeah. stuff that yeah. it just kind of gives me a headache. Um, but that said, my favorite drink is probably the Army Navy at the guest house, which I miss. Um, and I think that that's just like a dry gin, lemon juice, some kind of syrup and bitters. And it always comes with the, um, oh gosh, what are those cherries called? They're not sour, but... You know, mm-hmm. like the cocktail cherry that you get in a yeah, drink. Yeah, a maraschino cherry. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
So I would say that that is probably my favorite drink. Oh, I don't know if I've ever had that there. I do miss the guest house as well. Oh. I do too. They're not doing to go cocktails, but the little place next to it is. Sunroom? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, aren't they owned by guest house? That's random. They are, but I think that they're like doing to go cocktails out of there because it's smaller. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you might be able to get one to go. Yeah. Well, like I said, we haven't been drinking much. I had my first drink out of in the entire quarantine, basically since it started. Um, this all started like my birthday, like March 13th. Yeah. It was like when all this shit went crazy and we just finally went to a place called, oh, Delaney's Tavern. You guys have been there with work, yeah. right? Uh-huh. And we finally went there like two weeks ago and sat on the patio and had a cocktail for the first time in public. And it just felt so weird, but it made me miss it, even though we haven't been drinking as much, but um, it's just nice to like go out in a bar and like see other people and be so Yeah, it is so weird. Yeah. Okay. Um, the next question is, what's your favorite reality TV show? Ooh, okay. Favorite reality TV show. I would probably keep it old school and say keeping up with the Kardashians because that is something that I have consistently watched for years. I follow all of them. Probably, I'm assuming like you guys on social media, like they just feel like my friends kind of. Yes. Um, and, you know, I... I love Chris, Kim. Courtney's my favorite Kardashian, but I love them all. Yes! Sorry. <laughs> Stephanie loves Courtney. Courtney is also my favorite, and she's never anyone's favorite who comes on their show. Oh, really? Man, I love Courtney. And Poosh, like, I just want a job with Poosh. Like, I just, you know, she's great, though. I love her. She keeps it real, I think. Chloe, too, but um, Courtney. Like, I'm Chloe life. for life. I'm, all, I'm, I'm Chloe all day, every day. She's I'm Chloe day. over Kim, for sure, but I'm Courtney. Courtney's my top dog. Yeah. Oh, my God. Amazing. I love that that's your favorite. No. That makes me very happy. I'm, just, I'm not a big reality show person, and really, mm-hmm. we just suck at watching TV, and that's why, but I saw you guys posting some real-world stuff, and I was like, that's, that's my jam back in the day. I know they don't do that anymore, but... Oh, get ready. We're planning a deep dive into the real world, and we're re-watching the first season in oh, New York. Okay. And it is... It's on YouTube TV, so if anyone has YouTube TV, you can go to the MTV and watch the first season. It is so crazy. It's so crazy to see. Wow. It's just, it's, so and it's so timely. Like yeah. it is so like you could watch it right now. And besides the terrible like footage and like the quality of it and stuff, it's so timely. But it's also so pure because it's before people knew what reality TV was, and before yeah. they like played up to the cameras and they were full of bullshit and it's like so real. It, yeah. it literally is so real and like it's so good. Yeah, so I can't yeah. wait to talk I, about it more. I really think that, like, I mean, I know we'll probably get into more of this when we actually talk about the world, but I, in, all, like, all reality TV, I think that once, like, social media became a thing, I feel yeah. like being on reality TV was no longer, like, a pure, like, I want to go on this show. Because, like, I, like, I think I was, like, in middle school, yeah, middle school, and I was like, oh, my God, I want to go on Real World or I want to go on Road Rules, but, like, not because you wanted to be, like, an Instagram model. but For the experience. <laughs> because you, like, watched the show and you thought it was really cool, you yeah. know? And yeah. I just think that that has completely changed now. Like, now people just want to go on because they they want to get all their followers and, you know, sell tummy tea or whatever it is. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. 
<laughs> well, anyways, real world and road rules too, and all those challenges they used to do. Oh, that was so good. Like, right? so that was more my speed as far as reality TV. But again, I just I suck at watching TV. Oh, so, okay. okay. Well, the next question is also a TV question. <laughs> Okay, so what is your favorite non-reality television show? And it doesn't have to be current. If yeah, it doesn't have to be current. It can be like all time type thing. Um, well, I have everybody's answer, which is obviously The Office, because who doesn't love that show? But I would say, honestly, like Shit's Creek is bringing me a lot of joy. I've been watching that, you know, for a while now. But anytime I just pop on a random episode or like I come across one of their Instagram posts, like, it just makes me happy. The show makes yeah. me laugh. Like, it's just a good, like, escape from reality for a little bit. Um, and I, I just, all around, that's, like, a really solid TV show. I, I just, I love it. They're also smart, yeah. smart writers, smart producers, smart actors. Like, it's yeah. it's a great show. So I would say, like, right the second, that's probably my favorite show. That's a good one. That's yeah, a good reality That's show. a really good one. Okay. Can if you could pick one celebrity to have a... Um, army navy cocktail from the guest house and gossip with who would it be i'm gonna have to go with britney spears i thought about this question long and hard (laughs) i love michelle obama and don't get me wrong if i could ever sit down and have an army navy with her i absolutely would but um i and i heard you guys talk about britney on a previous episode but she's just got a lot going on and i would love to sit down and pick her brain i saw her vegas shows like i loved her albums like from the very beginning i love britney um but I'd really love to just like sit down with her and get to know her and like who she is and cut through all the bullshit and just, you know, a little real talk. And cause she's, I, I don't think she's as crazy as they make her out to be. And there's yeah, a little, so what, do you think, what do you think is going on with Brittany? I mean, I think that she should be removed from the conservatorship. I think that that should probably end or somebody else other than her father should be in yeah. charge because it seems like what's going on is very strange. And I heard you guys talk about the, wear a yellow t-shirt if you're not okay. And then she shows up in a yellow t-shirt, but also there's a lot of control over her social media. So it's, it's really confusing and really like mucky muddled situation. But um, I just, she seems like a celebrity that's really off limits and that would be really interesting to just take a deep dive into her life and like, what the hell is going on? And like, who are you really? Like, you must be a great mom. Like you're a person, you have values and things you care about and who you want to be. And um, so I, I think it would be interesting to sit down and talk with her. Your kids, I can't have, wait for you to interview her. Her kids have to be some, like have to be like teenagers, right? They are. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So I wonder. Yeah. Hmm. Right, and they're old enough now to know like who she is. I mean, Google. You know, all, all these celebrity kids um, can Google their parents. So. Oh yeah, yeah. They, be interesting they as they get older. You can't hide. <laughs> They are aware because they're the one he posted a bunch of stuff on. He had an Instagram for a hot second and he like went live or something and said a bunch of stuff a while ago. Yeah, like about quarantine. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and about Britney's dad too, right? Was part of that like a ramble? Mm -hmm. Okay, that's coming back to me now. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a really sad situation and it would just be interesting. I'm waiting for like Barbara Walters or Diane Sawyer to like do some big piece with her. It would be interesting to know like who she really is and what's really going on. So it really, it would be. Yeah, I agree. Okay. Last question, Carlin. Um, Oh, and the last question is, so we watch a show called Below Deck and on that show, um, these people basically, I mean, they're not celebrities, but just a lot of rich people come and they, um, they have the opportunity to go on this on a yacht 
and they have a preference sheet that they fill out. So it's basically like, what would you want if you were to, to charter this yacht? So we always ask if you could have three, is it three or five? I think three, three things, three things um, on this yacht. What would that be? Are these like luxurious things or just literally? Anything? It could be literally anything. They could, it could be, I, if you love peanut M&Ms, you want peanut M&Ms every day. You want a steak dinner every day. You want to have one of, um, one of my friends was like, I want a, a different DJ playing every hour. Like just like random. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Um, I would probably say coffee. I can't live without coffee. I have hot black coffee every morning. It's, I feel like I'll get to a point where even if I don't like it, it's just what I do. So I need it. Um, I would say probably a phone charger. That's really lame in my phone. (laughs) I'm going to wrap that into one. Um, what else would I want? I would probably want, um, that's tough. Can I request like a private chef on the boat? Yeah. <laughs> well, they are private chef. Yeah. So I they can, can make they, whatever you want. Yeah. Ooh, that's tough. Um, it kind of sounds like I have everything I need. So maybe I would bring my Birkenstocks, which I know are ugly, but I wear those <laughs> all the time around my house because my feet hurt if I don't wear them. <laughs> oh my God, I love it. <laughs> Nowhere near as interesting as the DJ constantly play. <laughs> right? Isn't that great? Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> that's a good one. Oh my gosh. I love it. Okay. Um, so we have a few other questions for you that are just like random questions, like questions we wanted to ask you that are not our regular ones. <laughs> um, so I want to know what your favorite beauty product is because every time we post about products, you respond and I love it. And also I know that you like, I just know you like products. So I'd like to know what your favorites are. Ooh, that's okay. <laughs> Put me on the spot. I have so many good products. Um, because I love that mask that you shared, the one where you're like, if everybody's face looks green or blue on Instagram, yeah. like I have, I, and I have no idea how to say that Swedish word or whatever the name of the brand is. Um, my favorite beauty product, hang on a second. It's probably, so I have this tinted moisturizer from Origins and I might've put that on the story that I shared with you guys. Um, but kind of probably like everybody else, I'm not really wearing much makeup lately because I'm not going anywhere. And even on my Zoom calls, like I'm not trying to get all dressed up, um, but I do need like a little coverage because I'm 30 something and I got some skin problems. (laughs) Um, But I like this because um, it's energy boosting. It's a tinted moisturizer. It's got SPF 40 in it. I'm all about sunscreen these days. I don't want tons of wrinkles when I'm old. Yeah. Um, but I would probably say that's my number one go-to is the Origins Ginseng SPF 40 Tinted Moisturizer. It's just like a nice light tint. You get sun protection. Um, and yeah, it's just, it makes my face look better and more blended and even. And it's probably my favorite beauty product right now. This is very exciting because I ordered some stuff from Sephora today and got to pick that as my free sample to try. Ooh. That's so, the best way to do it. I love that Sephora gives those. I'm so excited to hear that you like it because then I can try it. And it's just I, so easy. Like it does have a little bit of a sunscreen smell when you first put it on, but it goes away okay. after like 10 seconds. And I'm, I'm fine with that. I love the smell of sunscreen. Okay. Some people don't. I feel like that's like cilantro. Like you love it or you hate it. Like it's very divisive. I also love cilantro. I also love cilantro too. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
I did buy Sam for his birthday. I got him a six month subscription to Birchbox. I'm just speaking yes. of products. Because he's been a little more into like taking care of himself since he's been living in quarantine. Um, and just different products. So I was like, why don't you like, I'll just give you the subscription box. Like, yeah. and you can like try different stuff and see what works. And I know it's paying for samples and people are always like, why would you get Birchbox? It's paying for samples, but there's no better way to find products than by testing samples. And if you got to pay a little bit of money for it, like that's fine. Cause you might find something that you really love and works really well for your skin or your hair or you know, whatever. hundred percent. Or you may get a product that costs like $150 that you would never buy, but you still get to try it. And it's fun for that. Yeah, How many days supply of it that you have. Yeah. Well, and it's fun just to get like a bunch of mini samples too. I love Birchbox. I do Birchbox and I do another one. I can't think of right now. Oh yeah. But, oh, there's like, what's the other one? Like I do the one Ipsy that comes in the bag. So every month you get like a little bag and I, but I'm about to pause it because I have so many of those bags now that like, it's just, it's out of control. Yeah. So I'm pausing that one for a minute and I'm going to try another one. <laughs> Uh, I like those kind of um, subscription-based boxes, so they're always fun. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait to talk to Sam about his products because he said yeah, he likes the blue mask. He told me he's told me that before. Yep, I bought more of that during the last Sephora sale because it sold out super fast. But it's, it is so I good. Out. I actually recently bought a bunch of their products, and all of their products are so good. They have this vitamin C serum that smells amazing and is fantastic, and I love it. And then I got their toner. And I got their moisturizer and I really love that brand. However you say it, Ole Heimann. Yeah, something like that. It's a mouthful. There's another brand I really like. Yeah. Um, There's another brand I really like called BioEssence. I don't know if you've ever heard of them. Mm -hmm. Um, They have like an overnight resurfacing. It's like, I don't hesitate to call it a cream. Maybe it's more like a serum. It's it's almost like a lotion. Um, but I love that because it really does like even out the texture on my face. And it's like, if I spot, you know how you have like a pimple, like it's kind of like an underground pimple sort of yeah. like, you know, it's coming. Like I love this stuff because if I wash my face at night and I put it on, like I wake up the next morning and my face is just like, it's like a baby's butt. It's like no imperfections, but I could have gone to bed with like the biggest pores, like a zit here and one coming here. And it just like, I, and I got it as a sample from Sephora once and it's a little more expensive. I think it's like 60 bucks for like, four ounces, but I'm willing to pay for it because so far it works really well on my skin. That's the thing. If the product actually does what it says, then I feel like it's, it's worth it. Worth the money. Absolutely. Get in your thirties. Yeah. I'm trying now to take care of my skin. I didn't do much of that in my twenties, but nope. did, I did <laughs> none of that in my twenties. Yeah. I, like, I washed my face at all in college. <laughs> right? Well, and it's like, I think about it and I'm like, my mom was not that kind of person. Like my mom was never like, you should be using these products. Here's how you put on mascara. Like, I don't know. I just kind of stumbled into that. So I've got Reese using like the origins, like the frothy white face wash. And, That's um, so and I love that. I'm just trying to like put it in her head that like, yeah, just wash your face every day and take care of it. And don't use like the same soap that you're using on the rest of your body on your face. Yeah. That's really making a difference for her. But yeah, I don't know how people would ever know this kind of stuff. I, my mom was not that kind of mom. So stumbled yeah, into it. Yeah, my mom used like Noxzema every day and that yeah. was it. Like that was <laughs> it. Noxzema. Like, I mean, she had like makeup I remember and stuff, but like for products, I just remember the smell of Noxzema coming it's from It's a smell you can never forget. No, yeah. and if I smell something that smells like it, it's like kind of nostalgic and like I don't know if I love it or hate it. Yes. I recently I came across that smell and felt the same exact way and I don't remember where or why I smelled that, but yeah. 
I used that. Uh, what was the the mailing the mail one? Um, proactive. Yeah, I had proactive for the longest. Like, and I didn't even really have like I didn't have bad acne, so I don't know why. I, There's I, those commercials. Probably. I legit like had it up until college. I even think some I got some in college too. And then yeah. I was like, yeah, no. <laughs> oh, I love it. Okay. It's hard to find stuff that works. It's really just like trial and error. It is. Yeah, it really is. What is your favorite item that you've been able to review, like for your job? Like, is there something that you reviewed that you just really loved? So first, what what is your job? Oh, yeah. Sorry. Oh, yeah. Um, I work for a consumer-facing product website um, that's owned by USA Today. It's called Review.com. So we review all sorts of products, anything you can think of. Me specifically, I work um, under the tech team, and I review smart home products. Um, but I still, you know, I've got um, some diapers from Hello Bello, which is Kristen Bell's line. Um, that I'll be oh, testing. Cool. So I have a few other things, but mostly just smart home stuff, but some parenting and I'm testing Sunday lawn care too. I don't know if you've ever been targeted by that on Instagram. No. Okay. That's a pretty, I get targeted by them all the time. So <laughs> I'm going to try them out and see if I can uh, make my grass look better. But um, so that's kind of what I do. I would say the my favorite product that I've ever tested um, is probably something I just wrapped up recently. It's um, called smart light strips or smart strip lights. They're LED based. Mm. And without showing you, I don't really know how to describe it, but it's basically like an adhesive light strip. And what it is, is you can control it from your phone or with a smart assistant like Alexa, Google Assistant, or Siri. Yeah. Um, but they change colors. You can control the temperature of the lights. And they're really great because you can install them anywhere. Like I've got them in my bathroom mirror. We had some around Sam's desk, around Reese's bookcase, like along oh, the tram awesome. in our entryway. So I could just be like, hey, Google, turn on the entry lights. And it's like, poof, they turn on. And it's really nice um, because it's functional. It's affordable. It's easy to add. Like, I feel like sometimes people get, like, not afraid, but they just feel like they can't install that kind of stuff themselves. And it's really easy. Like, it takes three seconds to set up on your phone and um, just adds, like, a really cool effect on your space. So that's definitely something recently that I've tried that I really love. So I'll be adding more smart strip lights to my home. (laughs) That's oh, awesome. That's a good one. I, I feel like I've not even heard of them or seen them. So I'm going to have to Google oh. them. Yeah, they're pretty affordable. And like I said, they just, they're just adhesive. So they stick to really any surface, not tile so well, but they're cool for like under kitchen cabinets or really anywhere you need mm-hmm. it. Right? Yeah. Where it's a little dark and you don't have, yeah. Yeah. Or if you don't want to have like, a bright light on like this, yeah. like, so yeah. just a softer, like more like moody light, you know, you can change the colors and the warmth and then all that stuff. So mm-hmm. When you test things, do you get to keep the products always or do you have to sometimes send them back? Uh, We have to send them back or donate them. Um, USA Today, which is owned by a company called Gannett, has a pretty strict ethical policy. So we never want to seem like we're writing about products in a favorable way because we get to keep them or they were free. Mm -hmm. So um, once I'm done testing, I usually go back to the brand and say, you know, can you create a return label where I can ship this back to or um, we'll donate them to like a local charity. That's awesome. That's so, really cool. Um, and I'm actually looking for local charities. So if you have anybody you can recommend for something like a rug, a coffee maker, smart plug, smart lights, uh, into my world. Oh. I got a bunch yeah. of stuff to donate right now. So. Oh, cool. That's awesome. <laughs> like, <I'm> ready. <laughs> yeah, I'm ready. 
So before you worked, so a while ago, I don't know exactly the timeline, but you used to work for the Today Show, right? Uh, good morning, America. Good morning, good morning America. America. Sorry, good morning, good morning America. Are you allowed to talk about that at all? Yeah. What? Did you have any really cool encounters with celebrities that you can share? Or what was your favorite part? I just want a little insight on it. Yeah. Um, let's see. Celebrities. Yeah. So I worked in... I was an associate editorial producer with Good Morning America. So I worked in what's called the booking department. Mm -hmm. So we book guests for the show. So I did a little both on the news side. So if a story breaks and someone gets shot, like you're on the phone, cold calling these people, really hard aspect of the job. But on the other side, um, I worked with a lady who had been at ABC for, God, 40 years. I mean, her entire career, 40 years. She was their book producer. She books all the big ones. Like, you know, if... I would Michael Cohen was to come out with a book tomorrow like she'd be the one on the phone with his publisher booking him on Good Morning America so I worked a lot with her so we did a lot of celebrities I will say Stephen Colbert was my favorite um he was really nice to work with um and we also did something on that same day with um Kermit the Frog and Stephen Colbert and Miss Piggy and I know it's kind of weird because they're not real people but it was kind of neat to see like the puppeteering of it all and how it all works and then how they shoot it on TV. Um, I'm trying to think if I had any like notable encounters. Um, I remember producing Whoopi Goldberg one day and um, she had just had a kid's book come out and that's why she was on the show. And I'm walking her down to the set because the green room is upstairs. And she just like casually mentions like, she doesn't even know like what the fuck the book is about. Like she didn't like write it. Like it's literally just her name is slapped on it, which I suppose I could have assumed, but like 23 year old me is kind of freaking the fuck out, like over a celebrity like Whoopi Goldberg, like, oh my gosh, she's gonna bomb this interview. But like, of course, she's a professional. It's never gonna happen. Um, And I would probably say my most like mortifying producing experience there, we used to have an anchor named Josh Elliott. I don't know if you know who he is. Yeah. Okay. I think he was at CBS for a while after leaving GMA. I don't know what happened to him. He's married to Liz Cho, who's like one of the main anchors at ABC7 in New York City. Doesn't matter. Um, Anyway, so we had Jack Hanna on um, that day. And I was always responsible for helping produce Jack Hanna, which, as you can assume, is live animals. Like, we've got like baby snow leopards and like some weird like thing that crawls up your arm that kind of looks like a monkey. Like, I don't know what it is. I can't remember now. So anyways, we're getting ready to throw to commercial and Josh Elliott is sitting at the anchor desk with Robin and George and Lara um, and Sam Champion, who was there at the time. And this like, then again, I can't remember what it was, like a monkey slash rat, whatever it was. He was holding it, it, crawls, maybe, crawls up his arm, sits on his shoulder and just takes a shit as he's thrown to commercial. I don't know how much his suit is worth. All I know is as soon as we cut to commercial, he's fucking pissed. So like, I obviously feel an enormous amount of anxiety because... This is my segment today because the lady I normally work with on this segment is on vacation and like I'm handling it. And like, of course I can't control like when this animal is going to use the bathroom, but um, I felt horrible afterwards that <laughs> it had done that. Oh my and gosh. Just like totally mortified. And even though it was totally out of my control, you still feel somewhat, some kind of responsibility to like how the segment goes, even if it's just to throw out a commercial. So that is so funny. I love those animal segments because they're always so like weird and like awkward. And sometimes they go like, even the ones when they go well, they're like still like a little bit like oh, yeah. a little awkward. Because they're five animals. And I remember one time we had Jack Hanna's handler who was friends with my boss, you know, for years. Like she put them on television 
And she had just brought this baby snow leopard into our office and was in my boss's office at the time. And somehow the snow leopard had like climbed up into the, um, I guess the air conditioning unit in the office, you might call it like up inside of it. So that was a whole big thing where like we had to call like security to like get it out and take it out. And then it was like, you're not supposed to have this animal in the building. Just crazy. Cause we used to have to book them. There are only so many hotels in New York city where you can book these exotic animals to stay. Mm-hmm. And like they them in the rooms and like, it's just, it's really interesting. I never knew this until I got there and you have to have permits to bring live animals like that into New York city through the tunnel and like all these just logistics you have to figure out. And wow. that is um, so fascinating. I never once thought about where the animals stay. Yeah. Me either. Yeah, they drive them at least with Jack Hanna. They were driving them from the Columbus, Ohio zoo. Uh-huh. in New York City, which is where his zoo is. So wow. um, I'm sure I have a million and one stories, but those are some of the ones that- Those are great. Oh, I love it. It's so exciting. I love that that you have that experience and got to work there. That's, that's yeah, so cool. It's a good experience. I'm, it's yeah. probably not the job for me now, but um, it's cool <laughs> to say I've done and um, definitely met some good people. And yeah, just a good experience. Good for somebody young without a family, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Oh, New York. <laughs> Yes. Well, I'm extra glad I don't live in New York now because I'm like, what would we be doing in our tiny apartment? Like we would just have to have like a house or some outdoor space or like New York City is going to be something I think that takes a long time to come back and really ever be what it truly was before. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. All right. So I think now we're going to move into some stories. Yeah. Some celeb gossip stories from the past week. So um, I can start. The first one that we have are um, well, is the Bella twins. So Nikki and Brie Bella both had their babies, which is really crazy that they both had boys and they're a day apart. I saw that. Right? Isn't yeah, that it's crazy? Why? That is that is so wild. I didn't read anything like too deep into it, but like, was that in any way planned? Like, were they in cahoots at all? Or like, that's freaky. No. So I, of course, I watched their show. Um, and so Brie already has, has one child. Mm-hmm. She's married. Um, Nikki is not married, but was with, um, cause she was obviously with John Cena for so long and like, right. he didn't want to get married. And then, he didn't, then he decided he wanted to get married, but he didn't want to have kids and all this other nonsense. And so then they broke up and then she started dating Artem and they, I think they had only been together for maybe like a year, I want to say. And so in the show, they show that like, she kind of had a pregnancy scare and then it kind of got them talking about like, oh, okay, our future, blah, blah, whatever. And then on the same side, Brie was trying for her second. And because her husband is still wrestling, their like schedules are really off. And like, she's kind of like, do we really want to have a second child? There's so much going on right now. We already have a little one. And so they kind of took that off the table because she didn't, she was just like, I don't think we're ready. And then some like, so I guess, Nikki then was got proposed to, so like they're engaged, and then at the same time, Brie finds out that she's pregnant, and then I want to say it was like maybe three or four weeks later. Then then Nikki was like, "Oh, I'm pregnant too," 
And so I want to say that they were like maybe like a month, a, a couple weeks apart, which is insane. That is crazy. That's so hard to plan. Right. Like how did, like. How do you know it's going to work the first time? Right. Yeah. Well, and, and then, so, so the season finale, they, so they both wanted to, cause obviously they're twins and they do everything together. And like, um, because it's Nikki's first child, she's like, Oh my God, it'd be so great if we did a gender reveal together. Well, Bree's husband didn't want to know the baby, like w- didn't want to know the sex of the baby. And he was like, no, like, I don't like, I don't want to know. I want it to be a surprise. So they only had a gender reveal for Nikki and so obviously they revealed that she was having a boy. So this whole time, um, Brie and did not know that she was having a boy. So that's why I was like, that's wild that they ended up both having and a day apart. And like, a day apart. That is just that crazy. is so crazy. Also, can we just I for me personally for gender reveals, like I absolutely want to know if I'm having a boy or a girl. Yes. I, don't know I was gonna ask that. you, did you find out for both of your kids in advance? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, like there's just things like you buy or like even you know Arlo doesn't have like an overly like boyish room but like it's still kind of silver and green so like if he was a girl I might have picked like some different colors you know yeah like, it's just like planning and people want to buy you stuff too like yes I don't know I, I know. guess surprise, maybe maybe if it's like your second or third but at least the first one like I don't know yeah I have to know or if you're like you know a celebrity I guess it doesn't maybe it doesn't matter as much because like yeah, I don't know. You're gonna get everything crazy. anyway, even though you can afford it. Yeah. <laughs> be sent to you. Yeah, so it doesn't matter. I don't know. I would want to know. Right, you're carrying around this like thing in your body. Like, don't you want to know if it's a boy or a girl? One hundred percent. Did you guys have gender reveal parties? No, we did not. We probably. I mean, we didn't do like newborn photos immediately following birth either. Um, that's probably something that, that or do you? No, not really. Um, like we took some here and, you know, like, like dogs, like before I had kids, I was like, I can't imagine loving anything more than I love my dogs. I can't imagine taking photos of anything more than I do of my dogs. And like, now I just have an ass load of photos of all my dogs. And now I have a ton of my kids. Like, it's just, yeah, it, it's just a, yeah, I don't know. I can't even remember. I get all the photos. Asking, you know? <laughs> yeah. I get all the photos, but also it's like we all have these great cameras on our iPhones and can take yeah. great photos all the time. Like you guys take great photos all the time of your kids. Well, and, well, you know, I, I love following quarantine dad on, yes. <laughs> on Instagram. It's um, great. And so it's like you kind of don't have to do that because it's like you can get really good quality photos whenever you want, whenever they're looking cute. Yeah. yeah. And I did reach out to somebody with Arlo, but like, it just became such a pain. It was like this three hour window. And I was like, well, shit, he's not even a week old. Like, I don't know what he's going to be doing Thursday at 12. Like, I don't know. I just, it just became a lot of stress for me too. And I was like, who cares about these pictures? And like, I only with Arlo, I was freelancing, but I only took a week off of work. So I was like, what am I like, what am I going to do? Like, I'm not going to go bring him to somebody's house or have somebody come here. And like, it just sounded like a lot of logistics. And like, I was just tired. And like, who cares? I've got my own camera. I don't know. You got a lot of emotions like right off on a baby too. So I'm sure my head wasn't on right either. It's <laughs> okay. Uh, speaking of babies, so we talked about this, I feel like a couple weeks ago, but for some reason the story just broke. But Justin Timberlake and Jessica Beal also just welcomed a baby. I totally we don't know. We, what'd you say? Yeah. 
What? Yeah. No, I totally missed that. I'm, I'm- yeah, so it was a secret baby. No yeah. one knew she was pregnant. There were rumors that came out like a couple weeks ago that she had given birth. Yeah. But they were never substantiated. So the rumors kind of like went away. And then this like past weekend or last week, they like all surfaced again. Yep. So she Whoa. had a baby. Yeah. My mind is blown right now. There's no detail about like if it's a boy or a girl or names or anything, right? When was he like caught holding hands with his co-star? Okay, so we did the timeline. the timeline here? Yeah, so we already have done this timeline. So in November, he got caught holding hands in November. That was recently. Okay. Yes. Yes. Mm. Yeah. So they definitely... Mm. I know nobody can see our face right now, but I think our facial expressions (laughs) kind of speak for... Yes. Okay. So, I mean, our theory is this was like a... I mean, I don't know. I feel really terrible saying this, but it was kind of like, <laughs> this will fix this is This is how you make good. I don't know. I mean, I, it, or yeah, they, people or, do that sometimes though. They have more kids because they think it helps and it doesn't yeah. always, if you don't fix what's wrong to begin with, you're going to have problems no matter what. Right. So yeah, that was finally kind of like confirmed that it was a real story. We weren't just talking about <laughs> A crazy report that wasn't true. Because at first I was like, oh, crap, I really think this happened. But then it wasn't anywhere. Right. Oh, that was the thing. Because it, it, it was only on Daily Mail, right? Yeah, it was on Daily Mail, which like... I read the Daily Mail every day. So <laughs> yeah. I love some trash news. Yeah. yeah. Right. I also like follow the Daily Mail. And I know that sometimes their stories are crap. But also a lot of times they get their stories straight from publicists. Yeah. And so a lot of truth. Exactly. Yeah. So yes, they haven't said anything about the gender of the baby or the name or anything, um, but just that they did actually circulate a baby. Okay. (laughs) I'm looking actually at this Daily Mail story and it says that they might have welcomed a baby boy. Oh, okay. I don't know. And they might be in Big Sky, Montana. Don't want to wrap that oh, up. Yes. They are in Montana. Okay. He loves Montana, man of the woods. Yeah. Montana. I mean, isn't that where Kanye is or he was? That is where Kanye is. That is apparently, that going? apparently a lot of celebrities have ranches in Montana. Uh, my friend who has a place or her parents have a place in Montana. I used to see John Lithgow of all the random celebrities at the local oh. bar. Like every time they would go for Christmas vacation for two weeks. I wonder so. why. Do you think it's because like, so my friend, um, one of my friends has a friend that's very rich and she's getting married in Montana. And because they have a house in Montana, like, I think it's Montana. Like, what is it about? Like so Mon- and cheap. So Montana is actually beautiful. Like it's very, very. Have you beautiful. been? Mm-hmm. I've, never, I've never been either. Pipe dream. Yeah, I've been. I um, I yes, I went one year for. <laughs> no, one year for Christmas. We never traveled, ever Christmas because it was like we always did the Christmas thing. And then one year when I was in college, my parents. Oh no, I was I I was out of college. I was in grad school. My parents were like. We want to go to Montana in the winter. We want to go to uh, Yellowstone. We want to see all the things and we want to see it in snow. And I was like, are you effing kidding me? We are beach people. We are not snow people. We are beach people. Like we went to Alaska in the summer. We like, we, not, we don't do. I would love to go to Alaska. 
Well, it's beautiful too. I didn't want to go to Alaska either and I loved it. I also <laughs> loved Montana. It's beautiful. It's really beautiful. And I kind of get why a lot of celebrities go. I think they can buy these huge compounds with a ton of land. And be by and themselves. It's, it's so the, remote. It's so remote. It's so affordable compared to like how much they would cost anywhere else that they live. Yeah. And there's the papar- the paparazzis aren't there. Like they don't see anybody. Cause like also, like Kelly Clarkson's out there. That's where she's been oh, this whole quarantine right. too. Like there's tons of them out there. So I think and it's it is beautiful. It really is like it's it stunning. looks so gorgeous in all the pictures. It is. Every time it I see my really, friend's mom post, I'm like, I'm gonna go there. It is really pretty. So I I would recommend going if you ever get the opportunity to go to Montana. Don't dog it like I did. I have a friend that lives in Bozeman. She just moved back there. So I yeah. Yeah, it's really pretty. It's really cool. And um, but yeah, I think they go because it's secluded and also they can buy these big compounds. There's so much land and nobody bothers them, nobody cares. But then also it's like there's a cluster of celebrities that do that. So like I know there's some that live next to like they have these huge like ranches that are all near each other. So they mm-hmm. still can like see their friends and see people they know and stuff. So um, but yeah, they had a baby. Random, right. That's what we were talking about. Yeah. <laughs> that's very Wow. Okay. That's crazy that they had a baby. I totally missed that. Good yeah. Um, and do we want to talk real quick about a couple Emmy nominations that came out last week? Yes. I pulled up the list because I am very excited. There are some good ones. There are some great ones. Um, I have the list, Stephanie, if you want. I can. Perfect. Okay, so I'll do, um, let's see, so comedy series. I forgot that there's, like, so many, too. I'm looking at it now. There's a ton of good ones. Yeah. So Curb Your Enthusiasm, which I didn't realize that was still on. Which, mm-hmm. So, oops. Um, Dead to Me on Netflix, The Good Place, Insecure, The Kaminsky Method, The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, which I feel like she wins every year. Mm-hmm. Um, Schitt's Creek, which I was really excited about, um, and uh, what we do in the sh- in the shadows. Um, I feel like I don't know the last one. I don't know the last one. Either. I don't know the last one either. Um, on FX, yeah. Or insecure. Like, What's insecure? They're so good. It's on HBO. Um, it's Issa Rae is the. She stars in it, but she's also, like, the writer and, and like, creator of it. Nice. Um, she had this, like, web series called Awkward Black Girl. And so she kind of, I think she kind of then turned that into Insecure. But it's it's really funny. I like it. I think they just finished season four, I believe. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, so it's really good. I think this is the first year that she's, They've been nominated. They got nominated a couple times too, which was good. And is this the first time Schitt's Creek has been nominated too? I believe. Um, I'm not quite sure, but I want them to win. Yeah, <laughs> it's such a smart, funny show. Like, it and the is. way they interact together, it's it's gold. So good. Yeah, they were nominated last year. It looked like for outstanding oh. comedy series, also. Okay. Oh man! But then I bet Marvelous Mrs. Maisel won. I have not seen that show. Everyone loves it, but I have not. I haven't watched it yet either. I'm so bad with shows on Amazon Prime. I have Prime, 
But for some reason, I just never open it to watch shows. Like, I'll go to find movies, and I never go to find shows. It's, like, the weirdest thing, because, like, I watch everything on Hulu and everything on Netflix. The only one that we watched on Amazon Prime was, um, shoot, now I'm not going to remember the name of it. It was really short. There was two seasons of it. Um, Oh, my gosh. Why am I? I'm not going to remember it. Oh, well. I'll ask Matt later and then I'll come back and tell you guys because <laughs> I'm like, I can't remember it. Um, okay. So what did I just do? Comedy. It looks like drama. Fleabag won the outstanding. Yeah, that's that's it. Did yes, you ever watch that? Yeah. We yeah. watched You watched that. Yeah. That's it. I, knew, I haven't I, watched it yet because I'm bad at Amazon. It's very fast. It's very quick though. Like, I know. Like, I know. You said that. I just am so, I'm so bad. Like I never open my Amazon on my TV. be intentional with it. Like you have to like, because like we have an ongoing list of things that we need to watch. So we'll be like, what do we want to watch today? And then it'll be, let's look at the list. So yeah, I, mean, I need to, I need to list out the shows that we want to watch. Yeah. Um, because I don't do that. And so track. Well, I'll spend like six hours watching a show I've watched 10 times because right. it's, it's a lot easier than watching something. Else. <laughs> There's a ton of TV out there. I get overwhelmed by all of it. Like, oh, how am I going to have time to watch all of this? There's the so other cool. night we were trying to pick out a movie to watch on. Um, and literally I was looking for a movie for uh, probably 45 minutes <laughs> And Mike was like, what is taking so long? And I was like, I don't know. And he's like, just put on a movie. Like, what do you want to watch? I'm like, I don't know. There's so many good choices. Do I want to watch something new I've never seen before? Do I want to watch something that is like comforts me that I love? Do I want to watch something that makes me cry? Do I want to watch Clueless? Like, what do I want to watch? That's why I have to have a list. Because if not, then I'll just, you know, then I'll be like, no. So I have to have a list. Um, okay. I'm going to do limited series because there's some good ones in there. Um, Little Fires Everywhere, which was on Hulu, which was great. Um, Mrs. America, which I have not seen. Has anybody watched that yet? Mm-mm. I heard that no. was good. Um, Unbelievable on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Is that the one? Is that the one where the girl is raped and then? Yeah, it was really good. I haven't watched that yet, but that's on my list. Unorthodox. On Netflix, mm-hmm. and then Watchmen on HBO. Netflix got a lot of money. They better. I mean, they have so many shows. So many. Shows. I feel like if you're not Netflix, Hulu, Amazon, or HBO, like there's not even a point. Right. I mean, like what? Like, mm-mm. what even other platforms would there be that would? Right. Well, I mean, just like yeah. basic, just like TV, basic people, like but NBC. Like, oh yeah, that's true. I forget about that. <laughs> I mean it's not a lot like for instance lead actor in a drama series Jason Bateman Ozark that's Netflix Sterling K. Brown okay this is us Um, he's so good Uh, I know he is amazing he's a very talented actor he's so good Um, Steve Carell The Morning Show which I still haven't seen Um, Brian Cox Succession yes Billy Porter Pose. I love Billy Porter. Um, Jeremy Strong Succession. This is a very hard category for me because Succession is my favorite show right now. Ooh. But I want Billy Porter to win because I love Billy Porter. (laughs) (laughs) 
But Succession, literally, and both of those actors in Succession, like, are unbelievable. Really? I need to, I have not. I, so we had stopped watching it because our HBO got, like, we had HBO and then we switched from Hulu Live to, uh, no, to YouTube TV. And I didn't get the HBO again. But then I just recently got it. So we've been finishing season two of Succession. And literally the past two nights have been staying up past my bedtime. (laughs) But like way late to finish because I love that show. How late? How late? Yeah, what's your bedtime? Okay, okay. My bedtime's 10 p.m. Okay. The past two nights I've been up at midnight wanting to watch another episode. And then last night I was like, we have two left in season two. If we watch one more and I stay up till one, I'm going to watch the last one and I'll be up till two. And I cannot do that. Uh, no, you can't do that. <laughs> I'm I, like to go to bed. Sleep. I like to go to bed at 10. Yeah, that's a good bedtime. That's um, when my phone goes to nighttime mode and I don't respond anymore to text messages. Oh, yeah. My, my nighttime mode starts at 11. Or like my do not disturb. Um, Succession. Okay, I'm going to do lead actress in drama series, Jennifer Aniston, The Morning Show, Olivia Coleman, The Crown. Again? <laughs> she always wins something. I know. Jodie Comer, Killing Eve. That's another one on our list to watch. Um, Laura Lenny, Ozark, Sandra O, oh, Killing Eve, Zendaya, Euphoria. Euphoria which Did you I guys watch Euphoria? Not yet. But I didn't realize Zendaya goes by Zendaya. Like, she has no last name. Yeah, she just goes by that. That's a good thing. The guy from the kissing booth is in um, Euphoria. Oh. Jacob Elordi or whatever. That hot man. (laughs) That hot 12-year-old because he's probably... He's not 12. Okay, he's in his 20s. (laughs) Thank you. He's in his 20s. Okay. Yes. (laughs) <laughs> All right, lead actor in comedy series, Anthony Anderson, Blackish, Don Cheadle, Black Monday, Ted Danson, The Good Place, Michael Douglas, The Kaminsky, Kaminsky Method, Eugene Levy, Schitt's Creek, and Rami Youssef, Rami. Rami Youssef. Mm-hmm. This is an interesting one. It is interesting. Yeah. I mean, we loved The Good Place. I loved Ted Danson, but... I just I finished... I just finished, so I guess the current, well, not the current, but the last season. Of The Good Place? Yeah, on Hulu, they only have, like, five episodes, and it's the last five episodes. Because I, like, caught up, like, I was caught up and ready to watch the last season. But, like, I was like, well, why is it not starting from the beginning? So it was weird. yeah, that's weird. Yeah, so I guess I just have to wait. Um, okay. Yeah, I love it. was really funny. I really enjoyed it. Lead actress in a comedy series, Christina Applegate, Dead to Me, Rachel Brosnahan, The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, which I feel like she won maybe last year. Um, Linda Cardellini. Yeah. Um, Catherine O'Hara's Schitt's Creek, Issa Rae, Insecure, Tracy Ellis Ross, Blackish. Ooh, that's a good list. That is a good list. Mm. I love Tracy Ellis Ross, too. She's great. She is my favorite. Yeah. Legit. I want her to be my friend. And Um, two nominations from Dead to Me in the same category. I I love both Christina and Linda. So I love that show. Same. It was very good. It was so good. I think they confirmed a third season, right? 
Yes. Like I heard that. Yeah. Okay. I was like, they have to, because like the way that season ended, I was like, uh, (laughs) I need, uh, it's always interesting to me when shows have multiple people get nominated in the same category like that. Mm -hmm. Because, like, if we were to jump down, we don't have to say all the people, but, like, supporting actor in a drama series has three people from Succession and two people from The Morning Show. Hmm. How do I... So, I don't know how the nominations work. Like, are you... Are people just entering their names for them, or... Yeah, they just... Yeah, they just... You know, because basically everybody who has a part is, like, eligible. You just have to be voted on. So... Mm. Right. If you think about there's, you know, shows have so many supporting actors and actresses and you have to be a certain, I think you have to be in a certain amount of the scenes to be considered the lead versus the supporting. And um, so, but it's just interesting to me what, because like, obviously it means it's a really good show if there's multiple people getting nominated in the same category. Yeah. Yeah. There's some great, I, so the, this is normally... In February, right? No. It's in September. So oh, odds right. are, I guess it's going to probably have to be virtual. Yeah. It is yeah. usually in February, though. I think you're right about that, Carlin. Because I think that's like award season. Right? It is like... No, the Emmys are always early. The Emmys are always in the fall, not part oh, of award season. Right. The primetime Emmys, it's so weird. It's oh, always yeah. Yes, and then start. we take a break, and then we kick off and with then, the Golden Globes yeah. in June. And then... Why is that? I think it has to do around when the TV season goes because it goes like September normally. A traditional TV season is like September to like April-ish. April, yeah. And so I think then that's what they give them a whole year. They wait so you can award the people after the season ended. But now it's interesting because with all the other shows, like Dead to Me season one seems so long ago. And I, but oh, I, maybe it's season oh, two. That's right. Yeah. I don't know what they're awarding which season, but. I mean, it would have to be season one because season two came out during quarantine. Yeah. yeah. But maybe it is. I don't know. I'm not sure. But it's interesting. So I've, I, it doesn't say anything about the plans. Yeah. Um, whether yeah. or not it's going to be virtual, but I assume it will be. I mean, to be honest, I mean, we've already, we've talked about it, but like, I think the way that they did the BET awards, I think was so great virtually. And I think it, having people pre-record their thank yous, like just the performances and everything. I, I mean, I feel like they definitely can do that. I just wonder if it's going to be, is it going to be as interesting without musical performances? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I hope they put together like something, right? Even if it's like you know Justin Bieber in his living room or whoever it might be. Yeah, like maybe I, just have musical performances. Like, yeah, maybe <laughs> don't, but <laughs> maybe just liven it up a little bit. I mean, yeah. Sadly, the Emmys and the Oscars are boring AF, but I still watch them. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Jimmy Kimmel's still hosting, right? He's oh. supposed to host. Oh, that's okay. right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that it'll be so weird. It will be so weird because without the musical performances and then also no red carpet. The red carpet, yeah, I'm gonna miss that. I love looking at what they're wearing. I love looking at home. Yeah. Wait, Rachel, what do you think about them not asking people what they're wearing anymore? Um I think that's okay, right? I don't know. I mean, (laughs) 
Yeah. I don't have any definitive feelings on it. Okay. I, yeah. yeah. Why? How do you guys feel? Well, I, I go back and forth. I get the reason why, but at the yeah. same time as like a viewer. You want to like, know. Like, I'm not thinking about it in like any way of like, that's all like, I don't care about this actress just because of what she's wearing. Like, I don't like associate her worth or anything with what she's wearing. I just want to know who she's wearing. Yeah. I think that they probably... But I, I understand. Have, yeah, I think they probably should have... Because there are probably some people that that's all they ask them, right? And I feel like there should have been more of a dialogue of like, yes, we want to know what you're wearing, but also like, yeah. are you excited about tonight? Da, 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 you know, all like other things so that it doesn't just sound like all I care about is like what designer you're wearing. And that's probably... And that was how it was in the beginning. And I think... Like, Ryan Seacrest does a good job of, like, talking to them and then is like, oh, you know, who do who did you wear tonight? Blah, blah, blah. But yeah. I agree. I mean, it probably gets tiring because they don't ask the guys that because, like, they're wearing suits. Like, who cares? Yeah, but I want wearing. them to ask the guys that. They do sometimes, I feel like. Or the guys will just say. The guys just say, but it's not yeah, as good of a thing. That's true. So... <laughs> Yeah. that's hard because you do want to know what they're wearing and they are probably getting it for free or at some kind of discount too so they i'm sure they want to like talk about the designer but yeah yeah i do think yeah i don't know i love looking at what people are wearing so yeah. and i hope that they ask smart questions too other than what they're wearing but I, mean, I do love seeing that annoying. always recap what people are wearing yeah, like that's such the fun part of the night. It's like seeing like who shows up and what and who's wearing the similar thing that everybody else right. is wearing. What's the trendy item? And But if everyone's at home, then what are they going to be wearing? I hope well, then I need to know that. like what blanket you're snuggled up under and what joggers you have on. And Yeah, do you have the Kardashian blanket? Yeah. yeah, okay. So I really want the Barefoot Dreams blanket. Have you guys ever heard of that before? Yeah. Do you have one? You're shaking your head. Like I don't have one. About. I've heard of it. <laughs> Wait, what is yeah. that? I don't know anything about that. It's supposed to be like this like super soft blanket. They have it in Nordstrom and I'm quite sure it'll be on sale at the anniversary sale coming up, but it's like over a hundred dollars. It's like a stupid amount of money to spend on like a blanket for your couch, but they make like cardigans and stuff too that are just supposed to be like ultra cozy. So oh, yeah, yeah. Cozy. I have a hard time spending money on like stuff like that because I'm like my like Hanes pair of sweatpants is probably fine or like my Target brand is like just as comfortable as anything else but it's $180 uh-oh what oh, sorry I thought I got kicked out of zoom for a second it's $180 <laughs> on Amazon ridiculous right for a blanket oh, yeah I know but like I do see I it a lot on Instagram and it's one of those things that I'm like Everyone seems to love it. I mean, everyone has it. So, like, it's got to be great. But then I'm like, I can't. I cannot do that. Like, I use my mom's Prime account. If I bought that and she forwarded me the email of when it was going to arrive, she'd be so angry at me. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a lot to spend on a blanket. But. Yeah, it's a lot. I, don't anyway. think I might try and snag, like, the sweater version if it's on sale during the Nordstrom anniversary sale. That's smart. We'll see. That's very smart. I wanted to I wanted to touch on the Ellen like situation because I feel like so many things are happening and like I'm and today like Kevin Hart I just saw Kevin Hart posted about her and like somebody else too, Katy Perry, like in support of her and not I don't know anything about Ellen, but which 
I think Kevin Hart was like, I'm just posting because like, this is my experience with her and she's like been nothing but fantastic to me, which is probably true. Um, But I just wanted to like touch on the Ellen situation really quickly. And then obviously Rachel, because you come from like a television kind of like, atmosphere I want to know what you think I mean I like I have a friend who's worked in the industry and knows people in the industry and I before this even came out I have heard like that she is not a great person to work for Mm -hmm. um so and I think we've heard rumors but like the fact that some like somebody that like physically was like yeah no she's not great and then all of this stuff is coming out um which is also crazy that it all came out like because somebody just like randomly tweeted right like the guy just like randomly tweeted like does anybody have any like horrible stories or something and then it just became a shit story (laughs) i will say that i did read um was it buzzfeed who had like the first report about Mm -hmm. all of this or like an actual story a while ago um i will say that when this was like 2011 to 2013 when I worked in like network television news which would be I think comparable to this it is really toxic I won't lie about that there are inappropriate sexual relationships there are people talking to you in a way that a manager would never talk to you know the person below them um so when I read all of this I was kind of like none of this surprises me because I think that that kind of exists or existed you know I know things are so much different now than they were five, seven, 10 years ago, professionally parenting, you know, just across the board. Um, So I love that people feel comfortable enough when they don't have any support or any kind of backing, because it is scary to go up against somebody like Ellen and who is it like Warner or whoever is her, um, whoever pays her the big bucks. But like, it's scary to go up against that when you're just some like low life producer, not low life, but just, you know, bottom of the totem pole, or you're not the big executive producer on the show. And I just, everything I read about that, I was like, that is my experience in TV. Well, I don't necessarily have a ton of personal stories. Um, I definitely like kind of witnessed it and some experienced and it's gross and it sucks. And I a hundred percent believe all of these reports that we keep seeing of people who worked on your show and her being a toxic, yeah. not great person. And I know we don't want to believe that because just like everybody else, like I was a fan of Ellen, you know, be yeah. kind, like just that mantra of being a positive, like wholesome person and for that to come out and now you realize like the person that you've liked and watched every afternoon is not that person um, and kind of fosters a bad workplace for people. Yeah. I'm probably not saying anything like controversial, but it's, I definitely think that that stuff happens. And I hope that when this kind of stuff comes to light, that it, you know, changes elsewhere across the board and gives other small people the voice to continue speaking out because that's the only reason this is in the headlines. And that's the only way that it ever changes and it holds people accountable and makes them, come out and make statements. And, you know, I think the celebrities that are showing their support, that's justified too, because those are their own experiences. And that right. doesn't make Ellen a hundred percent a bad person. Like, but um, I'm sure things were mismanaged and whatnot behind the scenes. And I, I was not surprised by any of that when I read some of the reports. Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. I, I mean, I definitely think that, and it probably started with the Me Too movement that just people are just now kind of like, no, like I can't, like I'm not going to work in an environment or they just don't like, 
they aren't scared anymore to say something because Mm -hmm. especially if you know that there's enough of you to maybe make a change and maybe now all of these celebrities that maybe are like this or executives or whoever, they kind of are a little, not scared, but just should kind of like watch their back of like, people are going, like, they're going to say stuff about you. Like if you aren't a hundred percent how you should be. And it's just unfortunate too, that like she, and I'm sure she probably is a good person to other celebrities, but it's unfortunate that, you know, there are so many people who have, who have had bad experiences as a normal person working Mm -hmm. for you and that you couldn't, you couldn't be a great human, you know, all around, you know, to celebrities and to people who work for you. Yeah. Um, I was listening to a podcast today. Steph, I don't know if you got to listen to um, mm-hmm. Heather McDonald's podcast, but she was so she was on Chelsea lately and she's talked about how like that show was kind of like toxic for her. And, but she, she brought up a good like example of like when they were still on the show, Ross Matthews had his own show. And she said the dynamic was just so different because like, he would check in every day on like how his employees felt, how everything was going, like, you know, what are some things we can work on? What's positive and all that kind of stuff. And she was like, he treated everyone kind of like how his personality was. And she was like, now granted he was only like, I think his show, it, it didn't last very long and it wasn't like a seven year show where like, whatever, but she's like, it always starts from the top. Right. So like Melon's the one being a monster, everyone else behind, like under her is going to be a monster too, you know, just because that's what, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's contagious. I have worked yeah. for someone like that and it is contagious. It absolutely trickles down. Yeah. I wasn't surprised by it because I've been talking about Ellen being not nice for a long time, but, um, <laughs> you I, felt in your bones. <laughs> my, I have an inside source, a blind item guy that I follow religiously and believe everything he says, almost all yeah. of it. And he's been talking about her for years. And I, but I do think that it's great that somebody finally was able to like, say something about it because if it is as toxic and as terrible as they are all saying it doesn't it does deserve to be investigated and it does you know hopefully they find a solution and it stops because it's not okay that it's happening and so I'm excited to see what comes from it yeah which I know it's terrible but and if they replace I'm sure I mean there's no way her show is gonna continue so it just got renewed for season 18 like yeah. a day ago. Oh, they're still pushing it. But her ratings have dropped to an all-time low. They've like plummeted since is all this cur- happened. Is she currently on like just from her house? Is she- yeah, she's been doing it from home. Oh. But also like I've heard that she's kind of phoning it in. Like I don't watch it, but like it just hasn't been that great. But I mean, she has to be nice to celebrities because yeah. she's on her show. Right. But and- I'm, I am, I am, I I'm looking forward to seeing what comes from the investigation, but I'm also not holding my breath that anything will come from it. Right. And that's all I say about that. I think it's good though, that like, as you know, bigger than Ellen, um, just that people in general in society now and our culture are feeling more comfortable with coming out and saying, yes. this upsets me, this thing happened to me. Everybody needs to know about it. So it sucks and we need to cut it out. Like, 
I, I think that that aspect of just everything, like the big cultural shift, whatever is going on right now, is just really good. And even if it doesn't 100% solve the problem right now, like we're moving in the right direction. And I love that yeah. these people feel comfortable enough to have a voice and get some support behind them and, you know, kind of expose things for what they really are. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's great. great. Well, on that note, which is great, we yeah. <laughs> we have to wrap because we've probably been, um, my timekeeper is telling us that uh, <laughs> we have to go, but um, thank you so much. This was so fun. You are like, you're great. We love when we have, we have like. You're making me blush. You just can't <laughs> We could talk to you about so many different things, which I makes know. it like so fun and easy to talk to you. We're going to have yeah, to. Well, this was great. <laughs> I had so much fun. So, and I'm, I'm a big fan of your show. So, and I got my Nash and Pino. Got the red on today. I had white on oh my it. God. So. I love that red. That red is like, oh, I love it. I think it's the up all night or all night. I can't remember. Oh, up all, yeah, there's two reds. There's, oh, this yeah. is the up all night, I think. The brighter. Up all night and then two seat A or yeah, two seat. Yeah. I have two seat A and I love it. It's like an orange red. I don't yeah. have up all night yet. I gotta yeah. get it. It's a good one. I love it. Okay, well, thanks. I'm gonna remind everybody to um, download our episodes, share with your friends, follow us on Instagram and Twitter, and we will see you next week. Bye. Bye. Thank you.